Welcome to another episode of the Eagle Perspective Podcast. We are going to today be looking at mentorship on campus, specifically through athletics. I'm joined by a couple of amazing guests, our head football coach, John Wallace, and an alumni, FCA director at Santa Fe, and also a football coach, Carter Roberts. Guys, thanks for being here. Thanks for having us. Yeah, absolutely. It's a pleasure. John, thanks for being here. And why don't you share just how long you've been at Santa Fe and what roles you've had here? First of all, thanks for having me. It's just a, a privilege to be able to talk about kind of the heart of the school and how that takes place in athletics. But um, I've been here for 17 years now. I've taught a lot of different things from Bible to government to econ, been in, in and out of being an ASB director, coached high school football and uh, middle school basketball. So lots of different facets in the school over the years as my, my role has kind of evolved and changed. Well, we're really glad to have you here. I know you know a lot about this topic. And then Carter, you want to share a little bit about when you graduated and what you've been up to since leaving Santa Fe? Sure, I'd love to. Yeah, thanks for having me on here. And I feel really lucky to be a part of this conversation with two Santa Fe legends, you and Coach Wallace. But for myself, yeah, I went to Santa Fe Christian fourth grade through senior year and graduated from Santa Fe in 2015 played football and basketball in high school. And then I went to Wheaton College in Chicago and I played football there for four years. Now I am on staff with Fellowship of Christian Athletes here in San Diego. So I work with a handful of local high schools and middle schools in the area, doing a lot of stuff around mentorship, building relationships. And then I also coach football and basketball here at Santa Fe Christian. So it's a privilege to be a part of the community for a long time. My parents also work here, so Santa Fe Christian is a large part of my story. So privileged to be a part of this conversation. Well, really glad you could join us. And I think we have to acknowledge, since Carter said nice things about John and I, that when it comes to coaching football, he reports to both of us. So any of his praise for us is a little bit suspect. I think that's fair, right, John? I think it's also fair that, you know, one of the reasons he's on here is he's one of those redemption stories where we just didn't know how it was going to turn out. But, you know, he really, he really turned it around at the last, at the last minute. So it's, it's good. Well, I got to say the truth is I'm not surprised that here talking about student to student mentorship because when he was a student and we were both coaching him, he was really good at it. Mm-hmm. So I doubt I, that he's an expert in this topic. I appreciate you saying that. I don't know if I would what goes far to say I was an expert. I think definitely could have done a better job, but I appreciate that. I was just trying to be nice because you're nice to me, Carter. So yeah, uh, let's get to some of these questions. Athletics is a huge part of the Santa Fe experience. More than 80% of our students in the high school level participate in at least one sport. Um, our middle school program is very robust and we have a growing lower school program as well. So, John, as the head coach of one of our bigger programs, maybe you can talk a little bit about the ways that student-to-student mentorships or relationships between students are encouraged uh, in the program. Yeah, absolutely. I think really at the heart of Santa Fe is we're a relational school. And and obviously we center that with our relationship with Christ and encouraging growth in that, but then also in our relationships with each other. And I think one of the advantages that we have or the culture that's been established is because we're this K through 12 campus and because a lot of our sports within them, it's not so much grade separation. There's just a ton of natural interaction that happens between kids and relationships that are fostered. And I can think of a kid that played quarterback here quite a while, not Carter, someone else played quarterback and had a lot of different roles, was on this associated student body, was was in the musical 
And he was just very intentional about taking kids that he saw reflections of himself in and, and grabbing lunch with them and doing a Bible study with them and, and fostering kind of an organic type of mentorship. And then I think we have, you know, examples of that, but I think we also have examples of more, more structured things where in a program like football, and we're not unique to this at all, but we'll have experiences during our hell week or camp that we have during the summer where, you know, a coach is, is, has a group of 10 kids that he gets to be the chaperone over where we sleep on campus, you know, for a couple nights where we're doing football and they'll meet and do devotions and have discussions and it's ninth through 12th graders. And so it starts to foster connections of having those, those groups together. And, and each different sport does takes those type of experiences. I think a priority of fostering those relationships. And I think one of the things that I've heard from kids that have graduated is the things they remember the most is having the opportunity to have those close interactions and mentorships with the older kids that they looked up to so much and said, you know, I want to have an experience like that person, or I want to end up being more like that person. And having that close up experience is a little bit, I think, unique to Santa Fe. And John, I know, you know, you, you do some things specifically with the seniors, like take them up to the Sierras and, um, you know, in how we, I know there's, there's tribes and there's different sort of leadership opportunities for students. Can you speak a little bit about that as far as how they develop skills to be mentors? Yep, absolutely. So we believe that we're going to have buy-in to our program if we're specifically talking about football, if there's the ownership on the kids. And so to get that, you need to give them responsibility. And, and right from the beginning in a normal season, we'd start off in the summer Actually, we would start off in the spring where we'd take the seniors bowling and we would create a draft where we would draft tribes. And, and based on how you bowled, you get to pick people to be in your tribe. And that tribe then kind of stays together on and off throughout the season where they do competitions together. That's the group that's going to sleep together when we're sleeping on campus. And the coaches then kind of focus their efforts pouring into relationally into the tribe leaders, which are all se- the seniors, they're all tribe leaders. We take them up backpacking in the Sierras where we don't talk about football really at all. We talk about Jesus, we talk about being a man, we talk about how do you influence other people so that hopefully they can start to garner some of those techniques and skills and passion to pour into the, the tribe mates that are under their influence as they go through there. So there's accountability that's built into that. If a kid's not at, at practice one day in the summer or whatever, the senior's going to be like, hey, we missed you. Where were you? You know, we want you here, that kind of stuff. But it's, again, just building those relationships that go that cross through the grade levels. And Carter, you have a really unique lens on this as well with your work at Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Um, I mean, I know you're on lots of different high school campuses and then you're coaching in, in our program. What are some ways or some things that you've seen on campus at Santa Fe that have helped kind of develop those mentors or encourage that student-to-student mentorship, either through FCA or through our athletics programs? Yeah, I think when I when I hear the word student-to-student mentorship, I think I almost like the word friendship even better. I think it's it's good to put in that perspective because I think sometimes maybe a high schooler, it's hard for them to picture themselves being a mentor when they're 16 or 17 years old, but to frame it as, Hey, you're, you're really just a friend of this person and you're, you're caring for them, loving them, encouraging them and coming alongside them just like a friend would. But it might be that you're a few years older than them, or you're in a stage of life or in a walk of life with your relationship with the Lord, where you might be able to encourage them and you're maybe a step ahead. So I think I like using that word. I think what I've seen at Santa Fe and also through FCA is that I think a culture has to be created where that's expected and encouraged. 
where students or athletes aren't aren't surprised by the fact that they're expected to be a leader or to be a mentor. I think when that culture is created, they've seen it modeled by coaches or staff or teachers who are a little bit older than them. And then that ownership is actually taken by them. I think that's where you see it kind of take off. And so what I've tried to do in my coaching, and I've even seen modeled by coaches at Santa Fe and, and people that I've known in my life is I try to model that for students by spending time with them relationally and building relationships with them. And then on the back end saying, hey, basically what I've done with you and building a relationship, spending time with you, encouraging you, doing things like Bible studies or just having real conversations about life, like that's really what it takes to be um, a great friend or a mentor or a leader in somebody's life. So I think that's one way that I've seen it modeled in FCA and at Santa Fe. And I think is what I think of when I think about student to student mentorship. You guys do a great job of it too with our FCA club at Santa Fe. I mean, I, I see, you know, on social media and just in knowing a lot of those kids, you know, it seems like the the leaders of FCA, the student leaders have a huge influence in kind of what activities the group takes on and you really foster that. Am I, am I right about that from, from what it looks like from the outside? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. I think when you find kids like the students who are involved with FCA on campus at Santa Fe or other schools, it's a lot of those kids who I think do want to build relationships with their friends or other kids on campus. And so uh, it's really cool to see those students take take a hold of that and even bring like younger students under their arms. Um, I know we're talking about Santa Fe, but I've got stories from other schools where there's there's girls or guys who uh, see a younger kid in the FCA club or an, a younger kid on campus who's struggling with something and they kind of take them underneath their wing. And so, yeah, I think that's something that's super valuable and I've definitely seen at Santa Fe Christian in my experience. So in thinking about, you know, whether it's football, FCA, I think about our other programs on campus. I mean, I know Coach Bickley in the basketball program has a, a very intentional student leadership piece. And then the athletics department as a whole with the Leadership Academy really is a whole program geared towards how do we develop student leaders? How do we identify them in their freshman, sophomore year, train them in your junior year? So they're, they're kind of the chief mentors or to use Carter's word, the, the friends in chief um, and, and that leadership component when they're a senior. So why is it that this is so important across our athletics program? I mean, what is it about this topic? What are the benefits for kids? Why do we believe in it so much? I think it's interesting. It always shocks me. You know, sometimes we'll do lower school events where we'll bring our lower kids up and we'll do a, a football clinic or a basketball clinic or something. You know, the other sports do it as well. But you see sides to the high schoolers that are giving them, giving, you know, service or, or giving themselves away in these environments to volunteer to help that you never would see in a normal interaction. And I think it reveals something that's a part of who we are as people that we're, we're built to pour into other people and we're built to serve other people in that capacity, especially people that we might be a few more miles down the road from. And so I think having those experiences and in, in interaction kind of fosters that and creates a hunger for that in, you know, young people as they're kind of growing into their own and realizing that they do have something to give back and they have, do have something to, you know, pour into other people. And so I think it's, it's a huge part of when we talk about developing leaders, having those opportunities like Leadership Academy or the way that different programs foster the relational aspect of their, of their sport that has made it a priority because we've seen the fruit of it and what it brings out in kids. I mean, to some extent, you know, part of our vision statement is preparing the Christian leaders of tomorrow. And it, it certainly feels like athletics has become a huge way 
where we're giving them practical skills and, and opportunities to do that. So Carter, I, I kind of want to hear from you a little bit. Put yourself back in the mindset of high school Carter. And I know it's hard to sift through like all those athletic achievements, you know, all those memories of, of physical greatness <laughs> in your head. Yeah. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you, you know, to put that aside a little bit. But share with us, remind me of the sports that you played. And um, if you have any experiences through those various sports of where a student, you know, really came alongside you, was a good friend to you, a a mentor to you, um, I'd love to hear a a couple of those. Hmm. Uh, Yeah, it's going to be tough for me to forget all the accolades, the trophies, the recognition, um, but I'll I'll look past that. It was mostly good coaching, let's be honest, but... (laughs) Yeah, so at Santa Fe, I played football for four years. I played basketball for four years. I actually loved baseball growing up, so I played baseball for my first two years of high school. And then at that point, I'd kind of gotten burnt out on baseball, so I ran track in the spring for one year. And then my spring senior year, I decided not to finish out the the perfect high school career of playing sports, and I took a season off, which in hindsight, I maybe should have done, but in the moment, it was really nice to have a little bit of a break and enjoy the end of senior year, which now I know a lot of seniors during coronavirus would probably love to enjoy a end of senior year doing everything that Santa Fe does, which is fun. So I got to enjoy that. But yeah, so playing all those sports, I think there's a, there's a ton of stories. But if I'm correct, I think Coach Wallace might have been mentioning earlier the quarterback who I overlapped with a little bit. I, I wouldn't say that we were best friends, but it was it was cool to have somebody who in a way felt not in my ballpark socially or yeah we were just a few years apart and it seemed like he was way cooler than I was in different ways and was more accomplished on the football field and all that stuff but was a guy that seemed to really care about me and on the football field he would take me under under his wing and and coach me up on different stuff on the football field and then outside of that was also super encouraging so for me uh, that's a memory of somebody who did student-to-student mentorship in a very natural, organic way. It wasn't like we sat down and went through this criteria of a Bible study or about leadership or something, but it was really just, hey, he was going to use his platform to impact somebody younger than him by coaching them up on the football field, showing them that he cares, and just building a relationship with them. Mike, I'll flip the question back on you because I think we like Carter alluded to the fact that it's it's a culture that fosters relationships that kind of where you get those interactions that are more organic and natural. And I, mm-hmm. I almost feel like you've told stories, even when you were playing football here, of seniors when you were freshmen that just left an impact of kindness and and encouragement to grow in your faith and, and who you are as a young man. Is that I vaguely remember you telling some stories like that, but I think that's been here for a long time. Yeah, there is a great legacy of that. I mean, I remember as a freshman, uh, there was a, a, a junior guy on the football team who would literally invite the entire team to his house for a Bible study on Monday nights. And so I would, I would like get a ride over from an upperclassman and um, his mom would cook all this food for whoever showed up. And I got to know a bunch of older kids that way and like see them worshiping and see them in the word. And um, yeah, that had a huge impact on me. And a couple of those guys I'm really good friends with today. And just like as a freshman starting football, it could be a little intimidating. And those guys made it easy for me. So yeah, absolutely. You know, that was, that was pretty big for me. I know that was, you know, a long time ago now in the dark ages, but, but I appreciate you asking about it, John. Thank you. If I could add something to, to this conversation that you kind of just reminded me of, 
I think in a really important part of this this conversation and in this part of Santa Fe Christian is letting the students know how much of an impact they actually can have. Like for you, Mike, you still have those memories of you going to worship nights that juniors and seniors were at and how they were worshiping and how they were leading Bible studies. Like I think sometimes high schoolers don't actually realize the influence they can have in a bad way and in a good way. So I think of a lot of this happening comes down to coaches, to staff, to teachers, letting them know, hey, there's freshmen and sophomores on the campus who are watching every single move you make. And when they're juniors and seniors, they're going to do the same thing. And I know that's something that we harp in the football program and in the basketball program as well, is that uh, like they're creating a culture as juniors and seniors that's going to continue on because these younger kids are watching them. And so as much as, as coaches, we want to think that our voice is always being heard. I think the truth is that sometimes players can become numb to what coaches are saying at some point, and they're going to listen to their peers even more, and they respect their peers. You see that in so many ways over over the summer at, at football workouts. Uh, you just see freshmen like watching the seniors lift and run, and like, oh my gosh, these guys are these guys are incredible, and all they're doing is is running around and working out, but when those, those guys or gals can turn that into encouragement and actually fostering relationships with their impact, I think that's where it, it becomes incredible. I think I'd add to that too, like relationship is, from my perspective, really built through experience. And I kind of, we already said this a little bit, but since we have multiple grade levels that go through these experiences together, it creates this natural opportunity for older kids and younger kids to interact in that capacity. And I remember, Carter, when you were a freshman coming in, to football and like your whole class and it was pretty intimidating and um and then just watching you go through it i think i've heard you even say like your favorite part of football was the summer being with the guys because you're experiencing these things together as a group and you're building these relationships that you even not even being overtly intentional about mentorship but they're watching all that you're doing to try to be great make the team great encourage each other all that kind of stuff and so you're sowing these seeds just out of the opportunity that you have to be together and have these experiences together, um, which I think is a big part of Santa Fe, whether you're talking about mission trips or the theater department or sports, it's having those multiple grade levels crossing over different disciplines, you know, an athlete being in the musical and going on a mission trip with a kid that doesn't play sports or whatever it might be. Um, those experiences build relationships that ultimately shape each other. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's so interesting hearing you both talk. And Carter, you mentioned the, the word organic. You know, when you were talking about the the player who was older than you, it just felt supernatural. So it's interesting because on the one hand, we've talked about how intentional we are with this, right? How important it is for us to create student to student mentorship to build those friendships. And then on the other hand, we're also acknowledging the importance of of how it needs to feel authentic and organic. So as coaches, how do you inspire mentorship in a way that is organic and, and not just, you know, something that, that kids are doing to sort of check a box? I mean, I, I kind of look at it as exactly what Carter was saying is it's relationship. And, and I think probably the strongest part of our athletics department across all the sports is the relational nature of the coach-player relationship. Not that there's not challenging parts with that, but I think that fosters the ability for then older kids with younger kids because they're learning how to do that and interact in that capacity. So I, I think, Carter, you were so spot on with just not labeling it just mentorship, but relationship. And, and there's 
it naturally becomes mentorship when it's someone that's had more experience and less experience as they're as they're going through, you know, their journey at, at the school. I think with that question, there's two things that come to mind, and one is like Coach Wall said, like we've talked about modeling it from a coach to a player so that they see how it's done and they can replicate that. But I think also there's building in practices or things in the program that become a consistent, consistent thing. So like we talked about the football program is the tribe system. And so that's something that we create, but then becomes something organic because senior, junior, sophomore, freshman are all in a group together and they spend however many days among eight to nine months together, working out, going through competition, spending time together. And so that happens organically or in the basketball program, there's preseason workouts and workouts during the season and practices where the teams just overlap. And so I think that's something very unique about Santa Fe Christian is that because we are a smaller school, a lot of our programs do activities and practices from freshman to senior level, uh, JV and varsity. So that's something that's unique where, that just creates an environment where there's organic mentorship going on because they're just time spent together. Like Coach Wall said, experiences, I think fosters relationship with, which fosters uh, that mentorship that we're, we're talking about. Yeah. It, it's funny. It's almost like there is something natural in the kids that they long for this, right? They have a natural call to relationship. And I think the older kids naturally feel like they want to help. And it's almost just coaching them, with some tools and providing the opportunity. And most of the time, I, I feel like it just happens. And it's almost a reflection of, of you know, God's design. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And I, and I feel like I'm continually surprised by how prevalent that is in kids. And, and, and I gave the example of when we have the lower school kids up, or we haven't done this in a while, but we used to take our, like seniors and juniors down to read to elementary school kids. And it just brought out this joy in them of being able to do that and almost feeling the image of God that's in them being revealed of like, wow, this is actually really satisfying to love and serve someone that's not as far along the journey as I am. And I, I think that's a huge joy of what we get to witness as they're growing from, you know, freshmen to seniors. And I think this is a lifelong thing. Just like you mentioned, Mike, that I have a few different stories of these relationships that I built when I was there with guys older than me, but also guys younger than me that are still going on that are still being built and the story's still being written. There's even a, a kid who's a senior at Santa Fe Christian right now who I met when he was in elementary school. And now he's a kid that I spend time with and we go golfing together and we get lunch together. So I think it's really cool to see the Lord write that story from a handful of years ago and is still, and is still working through those relationships. So I think that just puts into perspective how the Lord can work over a long period of time. And it's really cool to see that happen. Yeah. Wait till those guys come back and start coaching with you. You get a whole different side of them. <laughs> <laughs> so Carter, you know, we already talked about you played football at Wheaton and some of these relationships through Santa Fe guys you played with or people who played ahead of you, people you were younger than I know your story involves kind of both ends of that, of how you ended up at Wheaton and then other Santa Fe athletes going to Wheaton. So maybe you can share a little bit of that story. Yeah, I would love to. During my senior year, realized that I wanted to play football in college uh, due to not being a phenomenal athlete and uh, other reasons. I 
realized that I had to go the division three route, uh, which ended up in the long run being a tremendous blessing, uh, and had a lot of encouragement to go that route from coach Wallace and other coaches in our coaching staff who had played division three football. And so looked at a bunch of different schools across the country. It kind of got narrowed down to schools in the Midwest. And then a few weeks before I was going out to Chicago to visit a different school out there, a guy named Colin Sinclair ran into my dad at a coffee shop in the area. And Colin, short story and Colin is that you actually, right, Mike, you went to Santa Fe with Colin? I did. He was a teammate of mine. Yeah. So Colin went to Santa Fe Christian and then he went to Wheaton and played football there. And then after graduating from Wheaton, he came back to San Diego and came on staff with, with FCA. And so Colin sees my dad, tells him that I need to go to Wheaton for a visit, uh, that it would be a great fit for me, that I kind of owe Colin a visit there just to check it out. And so long story short, I end up going to Wheaton for really a few hours and I walk out of the the rec center doors and I turn to my mom and I just said, I, I know this is the place that I need to go to. And so I ended up going to Wheaton for four years. While I was at Wheaton, there were a few guys from the Santa Fe Christian football program who came on a few visits and stayed with me. Guys like Joe Burrich and Josh Thomas and Isaiah Love and Caleb Phillips and Chase Backaby. There's a there's a bunch of different names there. A few of them ended up coming to coming to Wheaton. Isaiah Love, I believe, is a is a senior there right now. He's maybe a junior. But it was really cool because Isaiah and I didn't even play at Santa Fe together. But I think our common bond of playing at Santa Fe Christian and having similar beliefs and values from the football program and from the school led to him I'm trusting my opinion of Wheaton and my experience. And so it was really cool to see him come to Wheaton and we had overlap for one year. But I think that's an example of the community of Santa Fe and how someone's experience can have an impact on one person's experience and can have this ripple effect down the line to where Colin Sinclair, when he was 16 or 17 years old, thinking about going to Wheaton, probably had no idea that it was going to impact Isaiah Love in 2017, 2018, him going to Wheaton and changing his life. So I think you, you hear those stories and it's so cool to know that through coaches, through other athletes, through all of the relationships at Santa Fe, uh, there's this mentorship in a way that impacts people's lives forever. And I think you know, you talk about, we've talked a lot about the student mentorship piece, but the coaching mentorship piece is also obviously a huge part of SFC athletics. And I think Carter, you and I can both speak to that. Um, as far as those relationships continuing beyond high school and into college, I got to coach with some people who coached me. You're now coaching with us. John, you can talk about as, as the head coach of a program that coaching mentorship piece and the role that, that that plays in our athletics programs. So, I, I mean, it's, it's almost hard to talk about because it just feels like such a foundational piece of who we are uh, and, and what's been established here from years and years and years and years ago. And it's the, the guys that want to come and coach here want to build relationships and pour into young men's lives and in, in the hopes that it'll bear fruit for them. And, and so I, you know, I, like my wife always asked me, you know, why do you love to coach football? And I say, well, as an old man, there's nothing that can make me throw my hands up in the air out of despair or joy in like, you know, a 30 second window like like football. But even more importantly than that, the relationships that I develop that last with players and other coaches and just the community is so rich. And, you know, getting getting texts from kids that are going through really hard stuff in college right now, you know, whatever that may be about like, hey, coach, what do you think about this? And, and what about that? And I think a lot of our coaches have those connections with kids and so I couldn't even say it's like this institutional piece that's articulated anywhere other than that it seems to be 
one of the main arteries or fibers of what the program's about. And and I can't articulate why that is. It's just what God's, I think, fostered in, in our program. But Mike, yeah, I mean, you have just as much a perspective on that. Can you, can you articulate that in a more like how, how it's, you know, systematically put in there? Or? Yeah. You know, I just think, I think we hire coaches who love students and, and are there for investing in them as much or more as they are for the sports. And that's not, that's not to say the sports aren't important. Whenever I interview a coach, it always starts off with, you know, the number one thing I'm looking for is that you have a relationship with Jesus, that you love kids and that you want to pour into their lives. And then I hope you know a little bit about football. And and that's the priority list of how we start the conversation. And I think having that perspective has brought in guys that truly believe in that kind of passion. Yeah, I think that's true through all our programs. I, I think about, you know, my, my senior year basketball coach who came and, um, you know, we won a CIF championship, but... You know, he was at my wedding. He actually, he and his wife led a, a couple's Bible study that, um, you know, a bunch of my teammates and I, after we got married, you know, in our in our uh, mid-20s for a number of years were part of that. And you know, it's just a great example of that mentorship, you know, starting in high school. We knew that he loved us and cared about us and that we could go to him and talk about things. And, and that really hasn't ever stopped. That's really, you know, the backbone of our program. Well, I think that the... the crazy part about that is because the relationships get built in that way, it actually leads to more success on the field. You know, and I think people are afraid to go to a small school because they want to be really good at sports. But because we actually prioritize things of trying to pursue Jesus and pursuing relationship with kids, we play with a passion for each other on the field that is is unique or, or is not very common, I think. So, John, can you think of some other programs that we have that are real intentional about this mentorship piece? Yeah, absolutely. I, mean, I think a really good example is our girls volleyball program, who has been wildly successful on the court, but even more so, I think, in building relationships and culture and even passing down, you know, similar to the football program, multiple coaches that have come through, but the same culture has really remained of um, the Bible study groups and the opportunities for leadership and how they mentor the, the young players that come in and creating experiences like they sleep in the gym and have crazy games and skit night and, and all these things that are just building, you know, cohesive relationship between freshman to, to senior year. And I think it's a pretty special culture. And I think it exists in a lot of our programs, not just the women's volleyball, but that one really stands out to me. Yeah, I was going to add to that, that one of my coworkers within FCA is a girl named Megan Smith, and she is one of the assistant coaches for the volleyball team. And so when we talk about coach to athlete mentorship, that's um, a name and a coach that comes to mind because I know she has a very similar heartbeat that I do. Um, and I know that a large part of her life in ministry and coaching is pouring into the girls that she coaches. So I know that's something that is going on in the volleyball program and then that's trickling down from girls on the varsity team to younger girls and to even just girls who are part of the FCA group on campus because Megan's main campus is Santa Fe Christian. So she spends a ton of time with the FCA leaders on campus, which is half guys, half girls, and they play soccer, volleyball, football, basketball, baseball. They play a bunch of different sports. So I know that through Megan's impact, uh, she's having a ton of impact through the entire campus uh, in every in every sport, by the way, that she's pouring into athletes who have a ton of impact on their team. John Carter, thanks for joining me today on another episode of The Eagle Perspective. Uh, it was a lot of fun talking with you guys about mentorship and relationships. If you're interested in learning more about Santa Fe Christian, uh, we got lots of other episodes of our podcast on our website or our YouTube channel. Feel free to check us out. 
And uh, we'll be back with another episode soon.